Welcome back to the Injury Prone Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Edwin Boras, Dr. Physical Therapy, Medical Analyst, FantasyPoints.com. Gracias por tus oídos. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to continue this series, except I'm going to do one podcast where I discuss a handful of players that I'm targeting to complete the Players to Target series. Thank you so much for all the listening. Thank you for the retweets. Thank you for the downloads. Really appreciate it. I would really appreciate it if you'd continue to do that. Leave a review, rate, subscribe. I know I don't do that often. I don't ask for that often because I know that can get annoying. I also don't have any commercials as of now. So I'm really only asking that you either share the podcast, blast it out to people that you think would find it useful, or you share it or leave a rate or a review, obviously a five-star review. The last thing I want you to do is please subscribe to my newsletter, the Injury Pro Newsletter, pinned to the top of my Twitter profile. It is the Injury Pro Newsletter that's gonna give you updates to the minute, to the second, with everything you need to know, NFL injury-related, anything that you could possibly want to know for your fantasy teams, for sports betting. We're gonna try to keep that as updated as possible. It's not as frequent right now in the off season simply because every single thing that happens isn't as important. But please go to the newsletter, subscribe, and then once you subscribe, in a week or so, make sure you check your inbox to make sure that you are not getting your emails sent over to the spam. That's the last thing I'll ask you to do. So please rate, review the podcast, or share it. And please subscribe to the newsletter so that we can continue to keep this party open. Just so you know, if you were on the newsletter before this summer, you got to participate in the survey that I sent out that actually led me to this direction to do these player profiles. So I'm going to constantly be asking for your feedback. If you want to know more, if you have questions, if you want to do an AMA, that is definitely something you're going to want to sign up for the newsletter. The first guy I want to talk about here in terms of somebody to target is Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, obviously coming off the extremely mysterious injury and situation that he had last year. He hasn't played a football game in probably, I don't know, what is it at this point, two years. It's somebody that I'm not necessarily banking on to have a wide receiver one season per se, but I will say that at this point, he is still going in most mock drafts if you use uh, Fantasy Pros or if you use any of those other platforms. A lot of times he is off the board as a wide receiver three. I know he suffered the hamstring strain just now, but we see that happen all the time in the offseason. We've seen it with Miles Sanders. We've seen it with Mike Evans. It's not to say that it's not a concern. It's definitely something that we want to keep our eyes on. But I have a feeling this is going to drop his ADP even further. And if this continues to drop his ADP, understand that Michael Thomas is still 29 years old. There's a decent chance that he remains the alpha, even though we know that Chris Olave is going to be good as well. We know that Jameis Winston can chuck it downfield if he wants to, and even if there is a stylistic difference, you have to believe that if Michael Thomas is open, Jameis Winston is going to get him the ball. At least you'd hope so. The thing is, we're not looking for Michael Thomas to be a wide receiver one. That's not what I'm saying. But if Michael Thomas is your wide receiver three, he's definitely going to outperform that ADP as long as he stays healthy, obviously, which is the concern. Which leads us first and foremost to the injury, the surgery that he had in the first place, at least the one that we believe that he had, the primary one, we know that he had two surgeries, was a pinning and a screwing of his foot and repair of his deltoid ligament. That sounds scary, sounds bad, generally it is, but at this point he's had enough time to rehab it and he's looked extremely good in practice. We just don't necessarily think this is going to stop Michael Thomas from being at least a wide receiver three. That's not a big issue. The second thing that you consider now that this hamstring has popped up is it could be incidental. I mean, the dude hasn't been in camp, obviously, for two years at this point. He hasn't put in the work and the physical work that he needs to 
in the last two years that he's used to in the last two years. So this hamstring injury was almost predictable. So unless it's a massive grade two, he probably should be ready by week one. So is there a re-injury risk? Yes, there's re-injury risk. There's about a 20% re-injury risk in the same calendar year. The only strategy I give you is don't stack somebody like Chris Godwin with Michael Thomas with someone in addition to Juju Smith-Schuster and Jalen Waddell. Those four receivers are probably a dangerous combination because they all do come with some inherent risk. Juju and Jalen Waddell obviously in a completely new situation and Michael Thomas and Chris Godwin obviously dealing with injuries. So that's really what I'm trying to say and point out here is that you can pick and choose Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, any of these guys who can might present an injury discount, but also make sure that you're blanking it in a little bit of safety. Now, listen, I'm not the guy to say, oh, that's not safe. Don't draft that guy or, oh, that guy's not safe. I'm the last guy on this planet to tell you that. But what I am saying is that if you're going to draft two guys like Chris Godwin and Michael Thomas, then that's just stacking risk on risk. And then you're stacking situational risk with Juju Smith-Schuster and Jalen Waddle. It's just something to think about. I'm not telling you it's right or wrong. It's just something to consider. But Michael Thomas, I do think that at this point, his ADP is probably going to dip and he's going to be a value any way you slice it. The next guy I want to talk about here is a running back by the name of Ezekiel Elliott. You may have heard of him. Now, Zeke has had a ton of controversy surrounding him. He's fallen into the dead zone. Tony Pollard has been inducted into the Hall of Fame by all accounts. We know all of these things are flying around the Ezekiel Elliott situation. Here's the thing about Zeke. I don't think he's washed. He's had completely bad luck. You have to understand that in the COVID year, 2020, he had a hamstring issue, he had a calf issue, probably because of the workloads thing. This guy hasn't missed any time due to injury, literally since his time at Ohio State. And now he's going into year 27, or I should say age 27. He still gets passing down work. He fits every mold that we want a passing down running back to get. We know that when it was Zeke versus Pollard last year in half PPR, if you remove every week when one of the running backs was out in 2020 without Dak, Zeke was RB20. Pollard was RB46. In 2021, weeks one through seven, before we know, by the way, Ezekiel Elliott ruptured his PCL. Those are typically non-surgical if they're not massive tears, but also not super comfortable to play on, as you can imagine. Anyway, in 2021, weeks one through seven, before the PCL, right around the PCL, Zeke was RB14, Pollard was RB30. Then in 2021, weeks eight through 18, Zeke was RB26, Pollard was RB32. If you go and look at some stats a little deeper, in 2020, Zeke had three top five finishes. That was with Tony Pollard active. Tony Pollard active, excuse me. And Pollard had one top five finish. And that was when Ezekiel Elliott was out. In 2021, both of them had just one top five finish. So here's the thing. Like Zeke's not washed. He's had an entire year to rehab this injury. He gets all the passing down work. And we know, based on some research done in association with Player Profiler, that Dr. Adam Hutchison on Twitter has put out that the age or the age cliff, as we want to call it, the for all-purpose plus backs, or in other words, running backs who average at least 130 carries, 26 receptions, and they've had at least two seasons of 50-plus receptions, all-purpose plus, that's what we call them. Those running backs actually have an extra year of productivity 
In other words, they can ride that high because of the receiving work. We know that Zeke meets those criteria. Because he meets those criteria, we know that those backs don't start to decline until roughly 27 and a half years old. Obviously, Zeke being 27, you play the averages, you watch him play, and you know he's still a good running back. Is he what he used to be? No, but he's still good. He's still going to see touches. He's still going to be on the field. And generally speaking, he's probably going to stay healthy. Here's what I'm saying, though. Don't hear me wrong. I'm not saying Zeke is going to be some world beater. He's going to be a league winner. What I'm saying is this obsession we have with Tony Pollard, it's probably a little unwarranted. Does Tony Pollard have upside? Yeah, absolutely. Is Zeke washed? Absolutely not. So there are instances and scenarios, depending on where Zeke and Pollard fall, where the answer just might be no. If you could use a solid RB2, which we know we don't want to overvalue, it's just a difficult situation. But what I'm trying to tell you is that if Zeke falls to you in the fourth, in the fifth, if you think that you can take him there because people think he's washed, do it. I just think we're over-exaggerating on Zeke. If you want the rest of my player profiles, make sure to go to fantasypoints.com. Use promo code PORRAS22. You'll get 10% off. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review the podcast like I asked you to do, please. Also ask that you sign up for the newsletter. Go to my Twitter at FBInjuryDoc. Click on the newsletter. It's totally free. All these resources are totally free. Make sure you check them out. And we'll be back later this week with guys I'm avoiding. And we'll also discuss some injuries to avoid in drafts.